Hello, my name is Melanie Clark, and this is the podcast where I give my shiny two cents about life, love, and all of the above. You are now tuned in to Vodka Melonade. Let me pour you a glass. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Vodka Melanade. I hope everybody had a great week and has a good start to their weekend. Uh, You guys are going to be listening to this on Sunday, so I just want to go ahead and say Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out there, to everyone celebrating their mom, the grandmas, the aunties, um, the new moms, expecting moms, the mom figures all you guys and you know the pet moms because I am too a single cat mother and it is hard out here for all of us isn't it ladies (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) but no if you're going to be celebrating the holiday if you guys have your loved ones around you I do hope you guys have a great day today I did want to go ahead and get an episode out I consider just kind of taking it easy and just skipping this week because I know people are going to be busy on Sunday anyway they're not really going to be tuned in probably like they normally would however let's just get the episode up get something out get the creative juices flowing there's a couple things that happened this week that I did want to talk about just touch on um so why not you guys can go ahead and um you know listen whenever you get a chance this week even if it's not on Sunday um before I started recording this I my god I'm trying to get better at really truly accepting that common sense isn't common and that people aren't going to think like you do they're not going to do as you do and try not to get so frustrated by that and I do okay sometimes but it's inevitable at some point I'm just going to get pissed off again because it's like why would you do that so (laughs) I'm sitting here and I'm like getting my laptop ready getting my um, garage band and all that set up how I need to and I keep hearing and uh, this like loud rumbling sound like someone is watching a movie I hear people laughing I hear babies crying I hear like pots and pans banging and I'm like what is that and I realize I've been kind of hearing it for the past 30 minutes but I was really starting to focus on it in that moment because I needed it to be quiet right So I'm like, what is that? So I uh, put my, you know, scarf on because I'm looking crazy, put some pants on and I go out in the hallway and I hear like this loud TV sound. It sounds like an IMAX theater and it's coming from two doors down and they had their door open and I'm like, okay, I'm thinking maybe someone like just stepped out really quickly. Maybe they... I don't know, for whatever reason, left their door open to go downstairs to the trash. Like, I don't know, whatever. Maybe they stepped out to, I don't know, whatever, right? So I get closer to the door and there's a woman in there and she's cooking dinner and I've seen her around, not dinner, but she's like cooking and the TV's up full volume. She has babies in there that are crying. She's yelling to, it sounds like her man who's in another room. And they're just like going on about their normal loud day, but with the door open. So she walks by the door and she sees me and she's kind of startled. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, hello. I'm like, um, 
the first question that came to my mind was, are you, is someone about to come back inside of the, of your apartment? And I know that sounds crazy, I guess, but I guess my thought was, why is your door open? You must be waiting for someone to come right back so they can just get right back in. And she kind of looked at me weird and I, she was like, what do you, I was like, sorry, you know, you have your door open and the TV's kind of loud. And she's like, oh, I can't shut it because the door handle is broken and I'll be stuck inside. And I'm like, okay, um, well, your TV's a little loud, you know, cause honestly, if her door was closed, I probably wouldn't hear her TV. So it's, it's just loud to be open in that way. But I mean, damn. So I'm like, yeah, and I can hear it, you know, down in my apartment with my door shut. It's just really loud. It's echoing in this hallway, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. She's like, sorry, sorry. I'm like, okay. So I guess she turns the TV down cause I don't really hear it anymore. But in my mind, I'm like, why is your solution to your door handle being broken to just leave your door open? And I'm like, and how long has it been that way? And do you intend on sleeping like that tonight with your door open so you don't get locked in? That's so weird to me. And I'm like, that's like an emergency. Like maintenance will come out right away for something like that. If your door handle is broken, that's a security issue, safety issue. You can't get locked in there with a fire. Like why would your solution be to just like have your door open? Like we're all living in the same home or something. And and I was like, I guess that's just what I would do. I would contact I contact maintenance for any little thing. So something major like that, I'm like, why wouldn't you just call them up to come and fix that? Like, hello? But why would you cause a disturbance like that? You got your babies, your man, you. What you're cooking smells weird. And you got the TV at max volume and it's some loud kids movie. Like, <sighs> I'm just. And then this week, I'm honestly fed up with just the neighbors in general. Um, just two nights ago, I had to call the police on my new neighbors to the right of me. It's a couple, um, around eight o'clock they started arguing. And at first it was just like a little bit of tea. And I was like, Hmm, should I pop some popcorn? This is kind of interesting. Cause it sounded like maybe she had cheated on him or something. And he was like upset. And he was like, I just want to get my stuff cheat. You can have him, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh my God. But then it started escalating and they're getting louder and they're slamming doors and they're uh, throwing things. And eventually I hear the girl go ow, 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 stop. And I'm like, Oh my God. So I called the cops. I had to call them twice. They came down here pretty quickly after the second time. And they ended up taking the guy, I guess he was drunk. Um, when I peeked out the hallway, they're like dragging this black guy down the hall and he's like crying. And I'm assuming they're just going to like take him to the drunk tank or whatever. And, um, this girl comes out of the door and I couldn't really see her face, but she, I don't think she was black. And she was like, oh, it's okay, baby. Um, um, I love you. You know, you'll be right back and we're going to get you some help. And, you know, I still love you. And he's crying. And it was just such a ghetto mess. I didn't even know I had new neighbors. I thought the crazy guy who stole my package was still there. So I was kind of surprised that he wasn't and that they were he was replaced with these two loons so <sighs> I had to deal with that and then that same evening after the cops took that guy I'm sitting here it's like 11 something at night I'm sitting at my dining room table and my door handle jiggles and someone tries to get into my apartment and I look at my camera and there's this bald 
uh, guys, older bald guy with tattoos who like just kind of firmly shook my handle down and tried to push in and then he kept it moving. So I'm startled. I immediately called the police because I am definitely a police calling Goyle. And I told them, I'm like, they came and I told them, I said, look, this guy, he, I've, I've seen him on my camera earlier that day walking back and forth in the hall. I never really seen him before, but, you know, he and he didn't bother me up until that moment. And they got there within 30 minutes. So I just told them he could still be around. Here's the video. Here's the description, blah, blah, blah. So they said they'd go and try to find him or whatever. But that was just too much, like, you know, activity for me with, with neighbors and such. It's like, I mean, I don't live in like a luxury apartment or anything but it's not bottom of the barrel either it's like kind of in the middle but it feels like it's just kind of going down a little bit and I know you know especially because I've worked with apartments before like we're not doing intensive personality screenings and intensive you know super duper intensive background checks like really all they care about is if you can afford to live here if you've had evictions how many people are going to be there that kind of a thing but they don't know if you're a drunk they don't know if you know you have baby daddy issues or whatever the case is like but it just it's just it seems like there's just an increase of nonsense and I mean I immediately wrote the wrote the office because I am a squeaky wheel I found I mean I haven't lived on my own that long but I am definitely that that tenant who's like calling on any and everything if the downstairs uh, door to the lobby isn't shutting I'm doing a maintenance request because why is this door to my building not shutting if there's cars I don't recognize (laughs) parked somewhere in the garage I'm taking a photo and I'm sending it to the office because who are you and it's just anything so they're going they're I'm sure they're tired of me and I wrote them a letter about the the tenants that were acting wild this week like I didn't even know there were new tenants like obviously they don't have to tell me who's there but I was just so frustrated I was like are you doing any kind of screening like it just seems like they keep putting these nuts next to me and I know they're not doing it on purpose but I was just so mad so I just wrote them to like document the incident because I'm sure they're not going to do it and the cops aren't going to tell them so I just wanted to have it on record in case anything else happens and then um I just told them I was like this is my last year here but I'm sure you don't care because I'm sure you have a laundry list of you know crazy people who are just waiting to take my spot so I'm but I'm just letting you know this is ridiculous like and I literally was just saying last week on the show how I just renewed my lease so I'm locked in for another year but no I'm I'm not doing this and this isn't the first time some mess has happened like there's been weird stuff since I moved in like the first two weeks people were knocking on my door asking for someone named Sean and I don't know some crack dealer used to live here or what but it was just so sketch. So just this is an accumulation of BS and I'm just a little tired and it just sucks because once my door is closed and I'm in my own little bubble with my cats and like blue and like my mom and whatever. I love this apartment. I really do. It's just all the outside mess. So but yeah, mark my words. Um, this time next year, 
I'm going to be in another situation. I'm already going to put that out there in the universe. I need to get very clear about what I want that to look like. But there's going to be some changes for sure. And they're going to be positive. I I claim that. (laughs) This week I was subjected to another round of forced birthday celebration in the office, which is one of my major, major pet peeves. I hate the rigmarole of having everyone pull their money and figure out, you know, who's going to go get the gift card and where we're going to get the cake from and who's going to pick up the food and who's eating, who's not, you know, and then we have to listen to all the people who complain about not having money. And then you got the people who are trying to weasel their way out of giving money, but also very much plan to eat everything that we get. Um, And it's just, it's just a whole circus that I I hate being a part of and then it's like if you don't participate you don't give your money don't you know pitch in then you look like a huge a-hole and you know people look at you sideways but I don't even like it reversed I don't want anything done for me at my office for my birthday you know I do everything I can to not even be there on my birthday or any of like the surrounding days you know leading and you know and entailing my birthday I don't want that kind of participation I am there to get a check I am there to do my job I tolerate these people on the clock in work-related scenarios I do not want to be crammed into the office break room and you know be forced to sit there and sing happy birthday and you know fake laugh and joke around with whoever's birthday it is because you know generally I forgot it was this person's birthday until the day before so and you know it's just that forced family environment it's just it's just awkward it's awkward when your friends and family sing, sing you happy birthday let alone a bunch of people that you know you you barely want to share a coffee pot with it's just It's just really annoying. And then this week was like particularly irritating because um, uh, the, the guy who we were celebrating, he's like super chill, laid back. He didn't necessarily want anything, but like this office just uses any excuse just to do something, just to have food in the office and to, you know, have cake and soda and whatever. Like they're seven years old and he wasn't even there on his birthday this week. He came back the day after and then we ended up celebrating even the day after that just due to planning. And he wanted oysters of all things. He wanted fried oysters from this fish place nearby and um you know someone made the decision to just get like a family bundle of like different fish and oysters and shrimp and blah 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 so then you know there's this one particular co-worker who's like hmm and hawing about getting seafood and I'm like it's not your birthday you know we, we don't have to do any of this you know what I mean you don't have to eat but she was like well you know I don't really want it but I will uh you know still pitch in for him you know for the birthday guy's stuff and she'll just give a little bit toward it and we're like okay cool that's surprisingly um you know uh, nice and normal of you to do because she's usually not so (laughs) there's that but then the the day of she comes back and she's like oh um I was telling my son about the food and he actually wants a little bit so I'm gonna take some home to him so in my mind I'm thinking okay so your original pitch in was to cover the birthday boy now you're taking extra on top of that for your son 
So shouldn't you be putting in more money? That's just what I was thinking. I didn't say anything, but I was like, you should be putting in a little extra because you're not eating it. Your your kids, I just, I don't know. So then she comes in and she's like, oh, how much do we have to? And somehow I ended up in charge of collecting the money from everybody. That's another thing. I don't know how that happened, but um, it, it came out to being about like 13 bucks a head. So I'm going around getting the money and I get to her and she's like, oh, I only have $10 on me. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, what time are you going to be going to the bank? Because I'm like, I'm not, we're not going there. I'm not spotting you. I'm not collecting, you know, additional change from people to cover you. Like you knew how much it was. You didn't, you said you didn't even want any, but you decided to pitch in. So pitch in. So I'm like, what time are you going to the bank? And she's like, oh, um, uh, I guess I can go on my break around 10 o'clock. Perfect. We're going to call for the food around 1030. So that works out. So I made sure she got to the bank. Other people were, you know, having to go and make arrangements. It is a little frustrating because um, some of the older old heads in the building <laughs> in the office who, you know, go and pick up stuff for us like this. They don't do Zelle and they don't do cash app and all that. They only deal with cash. So it does make it a little difficult because, you know, typically with people who are savvy with that stuff, you could just sell the money right away. But the cash does make it a little more difficult. I will say that. But that's just another reason why I don't like participating in this stuff. The office culture of like, you know, feeling obligated to participate in these things. It's just so heinous to me. I mean, but with this particular office, I mean, just anything. We have to do something for single de Mayo. I mean, these people do shit for Arbor Day if they could. Like, any excuse to eat and, like, have a cake <laughs> and, you know, um, you know, screw off from work for, like, 30 minutes, you know, on top of your lunch, like, they will do it. And it's like, I just, I, I don't get paid for that. I feel like I should be compensated for all the extra celebrations that I feel like I have a gun to my head and I hate having to be fake. It is so exhausting to sit in the break room and, you know, put a smile on and in Kiki and oh, haha, and oh, what are you doing for your birthday? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It's so exhausting to me. I literally go back to my desk, like wiped out from the interaction and just try to, you know, get back into my work. It's just crazy. Do you guys have that kind of environment? Is your office like that where you have to participate in like the little activities and birthday celebrations and do you have to pool money for different things or is your office chill? I'd like to know. Hit me up. Instagram and Twitter at Vacamelonade. I really want to hear if you guys have any horror stories or are you the type of person who loves that? Are you the coordinator? Are you the one that I hate? <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> okay, so this week I was, as usual, TikTok influenced to check out this movie on Netflix called Soft and Quiet. And I heard it was pretty disturbing. So naturally, I forced Blue to watch it with me. <laughs> so we checked it out uh, on Wednesday and it came out last year in March. And the premise is, um, it says an elementary school teacher organizes a mixer of like-minded women where an encounter with someone from her past spirals into a volatile chain of events. Now, it sounds 
you know, unassuming, doesn't sound like anything too crazy just at first glance. But honestly, this movie was kind of like jaw dropping with the subject matter. I didn't know what to expect. I every video I saw about it gave zero spoilers and encouraged you not to look it up before you watched it. So I did just that. And I it's hard to say, like, do I recommend it? I don't know because it's it's a tough watch it's a tough watch for a few reasons like one it's because of the subject matter uh i will give like a little bit of an inkling it's racially motivated um and then two the acting from some of the women (laughs) was like a little hard to watch than others like some i think gave pretty good performances blue and i are kind of split like the ones he thinks were good i think were terrible and the ones i think were good he doesn't really think they did a good job so i don't know it was just kind of weird um and i feel like it was missing a little more content to flesh out the story I think there could have been a little more on the tail end. I think there could have been maybe a little more in the beginning leading up to it. But, you know, that's just me nitpicking as I do. Um, I'm a a tough critic, so it's blue. So, but it was shot really well. It was, it did keep you guessing, uh, kept you on your toes. And it, it was just, it was, it was kind of a hard watch, but I like disturbing, you know, weird movies like this so this was up my street I just think it um it just gave the vibe of like maybe it was a short film at one point and then someone pitched it and they made it a little bigger um into like a longer feature film and then got it distributed um because it seems like I don't know it just seems like the story wasn't like I said it's flushed out as I think it could have been but again that's just me nitpicking but I would be interested in what other people have to say after they watch this movie um so that I can get a good discussion going because at the end it was just like I was like oh my god like you just feel like you're taken on this ride and you almost feel like you're you're there with them like you're there with them in the room you're there with them in the car like you're just like this bystander on the sidelines um and I guess that's just the way they shot it so you're just kind of watching in horror as these events unfold and you're just and then you're kind of thinking wow there's probably (laughs) no there's definitely people in the world who think this way and behave this way um and it's a little alarming and it kind of I'll say towards the end, you know, Blue was like asking the question and he was like, I wonder what people would say, like, if they were given the option to be segregated, if we could peacefully choose, you know, to only live amongst our own race, to, you know, go to school, work with whatever just have our own little societies who how many of us would choose that you know what are the benefits of not you know doing that (laughs) I know it was fought for but it was more the equality and the equal treatment now that things have changed a little bit what if we had that option 
And I'm gonna just leave it at that. I'm not I'm not saying what my answer is. That could be a little controversial. But I'm curious. And I do plan on asking my family on Mother's Day, like, hey, happy Mother's Day, because I'm recording this on Saturday. Hey, happy Mother's Day. How are you guys doing? So let's get into this racial conversation. Sorry, guys, ahead of time. Because <laughs> I just, I don't know, I really like like those hypothetical, what would you do kind of questions. So, and it definitely poses a lot of them after this movie. So it's called Soft and Quiet, streaming on Netflix. Um, I'm curious if any of you have seen it. Um, I hope I didn't give too much away. I don't think I did, but you know, just the underlying current is definitely race and it's only an hour and a half. I'd be really curious to see what you guys think about it. It was tough watch, tough watch. (laughs) Okay. Now I ended up and I hate that I got baited into this, but it was really annoying me. I got roped into a little bit of a heated debate in the comments of a video clip that's going around right now um, involving Maya Angelou. And it's um, an older video clip. Looks like it may be from like the 80s or 90s. Um, She's on some uh, platform um, speaking to women, young women. And this young woman gets up to ask her a question. And I'm going to just like literally just play the audio clip just so you guys can hear it. So I don't butcher. I want to get it perfectly right. And then I'll get into what the debate was in the comments. So here we go. You had a question. Yeah, I wanted to ask Maya her views on interracial relationships. Oh, thank you. And first, I'm Miss Angelo. Miss Angelo. Yes, ma'am. I'm not Maya. I'm 62 years old. (laughs) I have lived so long and tried so hard that a young woman like you or any other has no, you have no license to come up to me and call me by my first name. That's first. That's first. Also because at the same time, I am your mother, I'm your auntie, I'm your teacher, I'm your professor. You see? Okay, now mind you, the young woman who stood up was a young black woman, okay? So... I go to the comments, not even really expecting to see too much, you know, hullabaloo in there, but there were a lot of comments who were very much like, oh, how dare my Angelou uh, embarrass this young girl like this. There's a time and a place to correct someone. This girl's probably humiliated. She probably thinks about this moment for the rest of her life. My Angela was very rude. People are like, you know, the younger, just ignorant generation were like, who's my Angelou anyway? That's an issue in and of itself. <laughs> um, others were like, oh, old people, they just think they deserve respect just because they're old. Who is she to talk? Like, it was just a lot of this vibe in the comments, right? And um, I was, I responded to one woman who was like, basically saying how she should have said it she said well she didn't have to say it like that she could have just said I prefer Maya Angelou or Miss Angelou and then leave it at that and I'm like look being respectful is something that a lot of us a lot of us you know who were raised a certain way we were raised to be respectful to our elders you you don't you know meet someone you know, of a certain age. Now they don't even have to be very, very old or anything, just older than you. You're not going to just going to come up and just start calling someone by their first name. You know what I mean? Plus this young lady, she was on a platform and she was seeking the advice and guidance from Maya Angelou. She wasn't just meeting her on the street. She was approaching her with a question. So she obviously values and respects what she has to say. 
So I don't know why she would come at her, you know, and I'm not saying she was like just dead wrong or that she's a bad person or anything like that. But it's like, you kind of have to think it's like, you know, someone, you know, like that does deserve respect, especially in that moment. Why would you just come up to her and be like, Hey, Maya girl, don't even make any sense. Now, you know, was my Angelou's like tone, I guess, maybe a little sharp for people who are very sensitive or not used to getting corrected. What do they call them? Snowflakes <laughs> or whatever. But, you know, I feel like she is like an authority figure. She is like an auntie, like a grandma, like a mom, you know, like a teacher whatever and that's someone to be respected you don't call your teachers by their first name you don't call you know your people in the church friends of your parents you're calling miss so-and-so mr so-and-so that's just how it is but a lot of people were debating in the comments like well respect is earned and you know just because she's older does you know not all older people are you know deserve respect and it's like i get it you know you are taught to like respect elders and respect you know older people blah 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 and some of those older people they're rude (laughs) you know they don't give respect back like I, I can understand that but I feel like your mode of operation just being out there in the world and representing yourself and your family and the things that you've been taught you should be operating from a place of respect in the beginning and then if you know what you're giving back is something that goes left then you know react appropriately I guess but you know outright just in the beginning you should just be leading with that respect I feel like this is a lot about you if you don't this one girl tried to argue back and forth with me saying well I just think that it's not her place to teach this girl a lesson who was she to try to educate her in that moment all she had to do was just answer her question and then she tried to go into saying how um you know, teaching someone to be overly respectful can put them in scenarios where they feel like they have to just go along with certain things just because they were taught to be polite and blah, blah. I'm like, girl, you're taking it too far. You know what I mean? Any and most black people know that you're not about to just be calling older women, especially a revered and respected person like Maya Angelou, you would not be caught dead trying to call them by their first name that's just what it is so I feel like and you know a lot of the comments that were you know jumping at the opportunity to criticize my Angela in this moment yes they were palm colored (laughs) you know and then you got the few who weren't who were actually black but they were too young to like understand this younger generation it's like they're just like on another level um those little Gen Zers they're they're just my god but I was just just it was really alarming to see how many people were just so upset at her tone her tone her tone and then the original person who posted that clip they posted another one where my Angela actually did apologize to the young lady just for being curt and for her tone that's it just she she didn't apologize for the message (laughs) you know she didn't apologize for correcting her she stood firm in that but I guess just she was just saying how she got caught off guard when the young woman did approach her saying just Maya you know but it's like put some respect on her name I don't think there was really anything wrong with her delivery but I can see how someone could take that delivery that way but I also don't like that black women's tone is policed 
And, you know, we have to make what we say palatable to the world so that we don't look angry and bitter and, you know, irrational. I hate that. That's like a little bit triggering. So to see all these comments coming at someone like Maya Angelou, you know, in this way, it's just like, are you guys insane? It's like, were you raised in a barn? You know, I like who taught you? Like I get like, you know, respect is earned, but it's not like you start from zero and you have to like earn it from zero. I feel like there's a good base level, (laughs) you know, when you're interacting with the world and then you go from there. But I feel like when you meet someone who is famous like that, who has been through so much, who has, you know, given so much um, you know, of herself to society and who was talented and has a brilliant mind. And obviously she's on this talk show and everyone showed up to see her and hear her. Yeah. Some respect should be given, you know, automatically. Absolutely. But even if she was just a friend of my grandma, I'm not going to be like, what up Betty? What up uh, Virginia? Like, no, it's Miss Anderson, Miss, you know, Miss Smith, whatever, until they tell you otherwise. You know, could she have said, oh, you know, I prefer Miss Angelou. She could have said that, but she did not Now what? <laughs> now what? So I spent, you know, a little, I'm not like thrilled, but I spent like a good 30 minutes going back and forth with some people. And it was just like, I just felt compelled to just teach them a lesson. It's like, you know what? It's like, speaking of lessons, here's one. You know, who, who raised you? You're clearly raised by wolves. And, you know, yes, there are some ornery, rude, ridiculous elders in the world. But you kind of know who those are right away. And I don't think I would, you know, show up to um, an event and hear someone speak who I don't respect in the first place. So that that that's that's the interaction I had the other day what do you guys think do you guys think that she should have delivered it better do you agree with me do you agree with the comments should she have like tweaked it a little bit do you think that the apology was necessary um I'm really curious because I definitely don't really see anything wrong with it because I know my mom would check me my grandma would check me if I referred to someone in that way who is on another level (laughs) you know I was I was taught better than that and I'm proud of that so (sighs) this is I'm losing faith in the younger generation daily all right you guys I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up here I hope you guys enjoyed this episode once again I do hope you guys and have a great Mother's Day happy Mother's Day to all the moms I am gonna be going over to my grandma's house which is like mom central right now I got my mom over there and my aunt over there I'm gonna go ahead and cook them some dinner Um, I have like a nice little pasta dish I want to try out Um, and we're gonna have just a nice meal together hang out swap stories laugh all that good stuff so i hope you guys do the same and i will check you guys out next week thanks for tuning in bye hey guys if you made it this far thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast from the bottom of my heart i truly appreciate it now there's a new episode every sunday so be sure to come on back for another round of vodka melonade Bye.